Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. So, we've got Cameron Smith on the line. He's heading towards breakfast. It's lovely that he's found time for us this morning. He's heading to the... Where are you headed? Q1. Off to the Q1, fellas. So, uh, oh, you've really slipped into this Gold Coast too. lifestyle, have that breakfast start at 6.30 and you're just lobbing at about 7.15? <laughs> Brecky's actually on at uh, half past seven, boys, so um, they've uh, they pushed it back a little bit for me, Self. Yeah, Jeez, just, you guys. just for you. Very grateful. Uh, very grateful for him. Very grateful so. you fellas have spotted me in a little bit earlier today too. So, yeah, so he was the king of Melbourne and now he's, he's, been, on, he's been on the Gold Coast <laughs> fair in five minutes and he's running the show. Yes, I can't do breakfast at 6.30. I must be 7.30. Now, um, Paddy talked about the quality of the tennis game we've just uh, witnessed finish. This top eight of yours in rugby league is a quality one. Oh, it's fantastic, Heels. Um you know, considering if you, if you think back to only 12 months ago, you probably looked at the first week of finals and thought, well, it's a given who's going to win. But this week, certainly, there's just there's so many opportunities for every one of these teams. You know, you look back to, um, you know, the Parramatta-Penrith situation throughout the year. Parramatta have knocked off Penrith twice um, throughout the regular season. So they've got a golden opportunity to, to go up against... Uh, the, the reigning premiers and the minor premiers of this year and and knock them off at home um, and get a week off. The Raiders only played the Storm about five weeks ago and, and beat them in Melbourne. Mm. Uh, they travelled down there again to play them on Saturday. So I think they'd be liking their, their chances as well. Um, the Roosters, Rabbitohs, that, that, that's going to be a great match. That was only... They only played each other last week in the, in the opening of the brand-new... Um, Sydney Football Stadium, Allianz Stadium. Um, and the other matchup, of course, is, is the Sharkies and the Cowboys. And, and, you know, the form that both of those sides are in, that's that's going to be um, just a, a, an outstanding game of football as well. So really looking forward to this week. It's just there's no really given winners that I think you can point point out this week. It's Everyone's got a great opportunity of, of coming away with a victory. Mm. Uh, now, you may not have caught up with this, but there are reports that a 72-year-old super coach was seen doing cartwheels around Dolphin Oval yesterday afternoon, shortly after Cameron Munster held his press conference where he said this. Look, I love this club, love everything about it, um, and whatever happens, happens. Um, I, if I was standing here, just wanted, if it was only about myself, then... Um, I'd love to stay, but at the same time, I've got a young family that I need to worry about. Um, and obviously, she's from Queensland, so I um, obviously need to make sure I make the right decision, whether it's staying down here or going wherever I need to go. So, um, yeah, look, it's, uh, it's something that I have to worry about after the final, final series, hopefully, and um, just 
my mindset's just making sure I play well on Saturday and giving the club every chance of going deep into the finals. Mm, what do you make of that now? His partner is Bianca, isn't she? Uh, they've just got a new little boy. And uh, mm-hmm. obviously any young mum with a footballer husband who's on the road a lot would love to have the benefit of family around her. Yeah, no, you, you're spot on there, um, Patty. And, yeah, Bianca, she's, her family is based on the Sunshine Coast. Um, so I think uh, the way Cameron was talking there, it's, it's either the Storm or the Dolphins. I think it rules out there was talk around you know, the, the Bulldogs and the Tigers wanting his services in 2024 and, and beyond. But I think that's, that's now <laughs> being ruled out with the way he's talking. Um, Oh, I've got no doubt that that Wayne Bennett and, and the rest of the Dolphins organisation they'd be they'd feel pretty uh, positive about those comments that, that Cameron just made. But um, yeah, I, I think he, he'd still be keeping his cards pretty close um, to his body with with you know his decision making. And I, I must say, you know, I believe him when he says that his his you know full focus and, and concentration is on this game this weekend um, and then he'll he'll deal with whatever happens afterwards after their season's finished whenever that is whether it's this week or next week or in a, in a month's time after the grand final however far the storm go I think that's when he'll decide but I think officially is it a, it's he can't officially talk with anyone or, or make a decision till after first of November anyway as yeah. it stands I think so so it's still a, a little way off, but um, oh, look, I, I've got no doubt that it's, it's been in the back of his mind. Um, you know, all this talk around his future and um, you know where he's going to be playing beyond the end of next season. Um, I, I've got no doubt about that. Um, so let's just, let's just hope he can play his best footy for however long the, the Storm have left in this competition this year, and and then. We'll find out at some stage later in this year. Yep, yep. But you're saying it's that was a little bit revealing, so he, he probably didn't have to, you know, <laughs> answer so honestly there. But Melbourne no, Storm have been good. They said their their offer is as good as they've been able to cobble together. Um, so that they've been good throughout this this play, I reckon. Yeah. Well, they sort of. I think when they first come out, and 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 if reports are accurate from what we were hearing, you know, through the media, was that. They sort of they said, mate, you're going to have to take a significant pay cut. Which, you know, without speaking to Cameron directly about these, about that decision, you know, I, I guess he I, he would have been a little bit taken aback by that, yep. given his stature at that footy club and what he's been able to do for that footy club for a long period of time and and what he's continuing to do for that team. Um, but you know, I think. What even his his agent Brayson Astor has said on TV that you know the Storm are now in the in in the right area as far as salary goes. Okay. Um, so you know they put themselves in a position to retain him. There's no doubt about that. Um, but you know, what what has that changed? How Cameron feels about the club because of what happened in the earlier in the year and and as he mentioned too, like he's not a young man anymore where he just has to worry about himself. He's this next decision it, it has an effect on his partner Bianca and, and his and his uh, and their young child as well. Um, so he's got a he's not just making decisions for himself. It's about you know his family as well. Mm. So um, yeah, it's it's a big decision coming up for him. There's no doubt about that. 
there's no, absolutely no doubt about that. But I but I can guarantee you that both clubs they'll be they'll be pretty keen to to get his services mm. for um, 24 and beyond. All right, let's talk a little bit of footy. As you said, the, the, this shapes as just one hell of a final series. Starts Friday night, qualifying final, Penrith 1 v Parramatta 4. And we know that Cleary and Luai are back together. Moses and Dylan yeah. Brown are playing great football together. Both have got big boppers, big intimidating forward packs. It shapes as one, yeah. of, the, one of the matches of the season, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely, Paddy. And, yeah, it's the battle of the West, um, you know, it's going to be sold out. Oh, I think it already is sold out. So this is going to be a great game to open up the, the final series. Parramatta, they've, unlike the last couple of years, you know, leading into finals and even in the finals, they've found some really good form. And, you know, as you mentioned, you know, those two guys off the top, um, you know, Mitch Moses and Dylan Brown, they're, they're playing outstanding football, as well as their two front rowers, boys. I've been really impressed with Regan Campbell Gillard and Junior Bolo. Yep. They they really have they really have um, put put this this team in a position where they they could potentially go out and win this entire comp with the way they're they're playing at the moment. So they've got a great mixture of you know playing that hard physical style of footy early in the game, but then but then being able to use their skill and and use the football. I, I'm talking about those two big men in the middle. They've got a great combination of using the football but then when they need to they just they they play that hard direct football where they just try to run over the top of you and Regan Campbell Gillard he is he is carrying the football as good as any player in the competition right now yep it's just he's he's found he's found um you know new energy it looks like and he's he's just playing super confident footy but when you look on the other side of the field it's it's a pretty it's a fairly ominous Site looking at that Penrith side, and they and they will be fresh and ready to go. Of course, you know they they rested 13 players <laughs> for last week's match. They didn't travel to to uh, to Townsville to take on the Cowboys, so they were, they were at home watching you know that game on the couch, and so they'll be fresh and ready to go. Just be interested. I'm I'm really keen to see how Nathan Cleary is going to come back. Hasn't played when this when this game kicks off. He wouldn't have played for nearly six weeks. Mm. Um, so as as good a player as Nathan is, um, and you know as professional as we're told he is with his preparation and his training and all that sort of stuff, it's a long it's a long time to spend off the field. Now you can train as much as you want, um, but you know not not playing a game of football for that long, you're going to be a little bit rusty. Have to be. So, I'm going to be. It's, I'm, going to, I'm keen to see how he bounces back. I, look, I'm. I'm not saying he'll play poorly, but um, just with, you know, with the combinations and some of his timing, particularly in defence, um, you know, I'll be keen to see how he bounces back. But certainly, you know, I, I think Parramatta go into this game with supreme confidence. They've knocked these, this team off twice this year. Why wouldn't you go in there with some sort of confidence that you can do it again? Your Storm boys go in in an unusual position. It's been a while. Since they have, yeah. they have no second chance. It's win or see yep. you later. Go to go to Mad Monday. Yeah, well, they finished. The Storm have finished in the top four for the last, oh, however long. I think the last time they finished outside the top four was maybe two thousand and and fourteen. Yeah, so that's going, right. Yeah, going back, going back a while. Um, where I think we were bundled out in the first week of finals that year against Canterbury. So. 
It has been a long time and very different circumstances for Melbourne. Like they're, they're dealing with a lot of injuries, um, injuries that are the, the amount um, and to the, some significant players in their club I haven't seen at the club for a long, long time. Um, but in saying that, they've still got a very good, <laughs> a good footy side. Um, but their last two results, though, uh, that's, that's the thing that concerns me, is that they've come up against you know, two quality football teams that have taken it to them, and they just haven't been able to find answers okay. um, for, for what the opposition has thrown at them. But at, at the same time, though, they, they have... You know, Parramatta and Roosters, they played well against the Storm mm. in the last fortnight. But but the Storm, too, they just, you know, they, they've been their worst enemy at times as well. You know, just a lot of unforced errors. I think if they can clean up their unforced errors, um, I think they, they can win this match. But if, if they don't, if they come up with some of the errors that they've come up with in the last couple of weeks, and I'm talking about, you know, we've seen kickoffs going out in the fall, We've seen, you know, players dropping the ball cold with no defenders around them, forward passes, those type of things that, that I'm talking about being unforced. If, if they continue against Canberra, they're in real danger of, of losing that match because Canberra, they'll go down to Melbourne without um, any fear at all. Mm. And I think Rick, Ricky Stewart will be confident that he, he'll come up with a game plan that can go down there and, and, and you know, fluster Melbourne, get under their skin a little bit and really drag them into a, a, a dogfight really early in the match. Mm. Yeah, it, is, okay. it, it is a tough run the Storm have had, isn't it, in the lead-up into these finals. Wow. Uh, so, and yeah. they've got a few players playing with pain, and uh, so can, mm. they, can they get it together? Yeah, so they've, yeah, they've won seven of their last nine. They had the luxury of, of, of resting Whiten and Whitehead. So you're right, Cam, it's going to be yeah. a beauty, and, and all for us, and we'll... We'll come back after this to find out uh, what your thoughts are about how the Cowboys can beat the Sharks at Shark Park. But right now, uh, we have Cameron Smith on the line until 7.30 before he sort of starts to swan around the Q1 and breakfast overlooking the beautiful Gold Coast. <laughs> See if there's any glory awaiting Cowboys this weekend. 3v2. So they get a second chance, the Cowboys, if they slip up at Shark Park, which will be reasonably hostile, I would imagine, Cam Smith. Uh, yeah, reasonably hostile is one of the grounds that I used to enjoy playing at. <laughs> Not really. That's <laughs> where well, I got my first ten, my first sin binning actually. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks, matey. Checking. Thanks for that night, mate. Um, <laughs> I, I, look, I, I think. Um, I look, I, I think that they're a real good chance to be honest. If if they go down there and, and play the style of footy that we know they can play. Um, but the Sharkies, they're, they're on a roll at the moment. They've won their last six, um, including you know, one of those victories was against the Cowboys. Um, but I don't know. I just I get, I get a funny feeling about this game where I, I, I feel as though the Cows can travel down to Sydney and, and they, can, they can come away with a sneaky win and get a week off. Yeah, they, they've looked, they they lacked penetration yeah. a couple of weeks ago, but didn't help that when he came back last week. So, so is that a yeah. they're going to need that? And how are the Sharks winning their matches? Well, they they've been strong defensively all year, Cronulla, haven't they? They've um, that's been a, a, a really strong part of their their game. Um, you know, but they've got the ability to score points too, and that's off the back of you know some some classy football played by Nico Hines. A lot of people are talking about him being a smoky for the Dally M, actually. So, yep. 
I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes close to winning it um, this year. But he's been in that good of form. Um, but I don't know. I just there's this. I still got this funny feeling about you know the Cowboys going down there and really you know playing a style of footy that may it may just catch the Sharks on the hop. Now, if you look at their last month of footy, the Sharkies they played against some sides that are sitting you know fairly low on the ladder. Um, and really didn't have a whole heap to play for. And I'm talking about, you know, teams like West Tigers and Newcastle, Manly. We know how poor Manly have been over the last, you know, month to six weeks. Yep. Um, I don't know. I just, I've, I've got this sneaky suspicion that they may go down there and just, just catch them in the blocks, maybe right a little on. bit early. And depending, depending on how the Sharkies respond, um, will determine the outcome. But um, there's, there's no doubt they've, they've got a, a slight advantage. You know, having you know been given permission to play this game at home, it, it is a mm. you know, jokes aside. I was joking. I was joking before about you know enjoying playing at Shark Park. It, it is as hostile as it gets. Really. And there's not going to be a big. There's not going to be a huge crowd there because um, they've got one side of their stadium under uh, construction at the moment. There'll only be about ten or eleven thousand there, but those ten or eleven thousand, it'll feel like thirty or forty thousand with the amount of noise that they'll be making um, this Saturday night. So, um, yeah, interesting one to, to watch this one, boys. If, if, if the Cowboys can get away to a really good start um, and maybe score some early points, they may be able to just jag a win away from home and get themselves a, a, a well-earned week off. Yeah, well, not only a week off, mate, but a home preliminary final. That, uh, you know, that, that's a huge incentive for them, and they've been talking oh. that, about that a little. Hey, we better quickly get through. It's 7.28, and you've got breakfast to go to. We've got news to get to. Roosters and Rabbitohs, uh, it's hardly worth uh, covering in two minutes. We could go for about 22 minutes on this <laughs> yeah. one. But see what you can do for me quickly. Yeah, well, big out, obviously, for this game is Joseph Martin. Now, he did his calf last week. Um, as soon as he, he injured it, he, he pointed to the sideline, knew he was gone. So that's a huge out for the Roosters. Um, you know, they, they get Victor Radley back, which is a bonus. Um, the one thing for the for the Rabbitohs going for them, you know, these guys played each other last week, right? And it was a strong mm-hmm. victory to the Roosters. I thought the Rabbitohs were the better team in the second half, though. Now, whether the Roosters sort of clocked off a little bit, put the cue on the rack and thought, well, you know, we're home, nothing changed. This result doesn't change what happens next week. I'm not too sure, but the Rabbitohs finished stronger. Plus, they get back Damien Cook, who wasn't there last week as their dummy half. Yep. I think he makes a huge difference to that footy side, as well as um, Cam Murray. Now, he, he, he got knocked out in the second tackle of the game, so he didn't play the entire match. He's back as well. So that makes a huge difference to this footy side. Plus, you've got to remember, um, Demetrio, the, the, the Rabbitohs coach, he wasn't there last week either. No, due right. to COVID. Now I know you could, you know, I know you could say, oh, you know, but yeah, the game plan was there and all that sort of stuff. But you don't know, you don't understand the effect it has on players with, with the coach not being there. Yeah, you know, just his presence, I think, puts a puts a calmness through the squad. So I think this makes a huge difference to this footy side. This is going to be one one cracking game, boys. I I can't wait. I'm I'm going to lean towards the Roosters though. They they've won their last eight. They're taking some good form and momentum into this one. I think they can win again. Right, eh? Long-term signing of Ilias, too, by the Rabbitohs. So they'll be pretty settled there and happy. Mm. Yeah, no, they would be. They're, they're, and I reckon they're going to come into this pretty confident, boys. Yeah. I, I think they'll just would have wiped last week's result and thought, you know, we're a better footy side than that. 
they, they didn't play well at all in the first half. And I think there was a huge, um, you know, Cam Murray's HIA ruling out of the game. I think that had a huge impact on them. Um, and also the absence of Damien Cook. But those two players are back. I think they'll come into this pretty confident they can knock the chooks off. Yeah, and Latrell can expect to cop it again. They were in his face all night. We've, we've got to get yeah. to the news, mate. Hey, enjoy the breakfast. Really appreciate your time today. Um, you're right. I think we're, it's, it could be one of the greatest final series we've seen. Thanks, Cam. Yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks, boys. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Don't forget, you can catch Patton Heels for breakfast, 693 SENQ, every weekday morning from 6 o'clock. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.